everybody. This is Katie from Bless Most Mom Podcast. This is our sixth episode, I think. Yes, the sixth episode. Um, I kind of lost track because I missed a week. Bummer, dude. Um, sorry that I missed a week with you guys. I had to go to Texas for a funeral. So um, the traveling, traveling made it a little difficult to um, do the podcast. Um, and... I was like, well, we'll just we'll just skip a week, give you guys a chance to catch up. Um, I don't know if you did or not, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, man, got to tell you, tonight it has been hard to get to do this show, but I hope that I can get in the swing of it and, and get going here because, man, I am tired and my kids... I had a moment earlier in the kitchen with my children that I'm not very, like, proud of. I was trying to get my screaming one-year-old some milk because I thought that's what he wanted and why he was screaming. But um, then my four-year-old came in demanding goldfish. And so I like got real like they were all both standing like they were both right next to me. And then all of a sudden I realized that I'm almost falling on my son because he's right next to me and my daughter's right next to me. He's screaming, she's yelling about goldfish, and I'm like about to lose it. And thankfully, my husband stopped me from losing it. But man, sometimes, I mean, it's just one of those evenings and I just like, I didn't even have that bad of a day, but all of a sudden I just felt like everybody was right there next to me and making a ton of noise. And I don't know if you've been there, but I was there tonight and... That's why we have spouses to keep us under control and to rein us in when we're getting a little bit too frustrated with kids that I think sometimes I expect a little bit too much out of because she's four. I think I forget that she's four sometimes. Anywho, so I went to Texas and this is the first time I've flown alone with Zach. Zoe was a fantastic flyer. I think we had one flight, we had two flights that were really bad with her. Once we were on a plane, we circled and circled and circled um, LaGuardia going out to Connecticut. And um, that was just because she was on the plane for way too long. And then the other one, the air conditioning went out in a plane once. Oh my gosh, it was so hot. I'm like looking at all these like businessmen and they looked very official and very like they were in suits and and um, I'm like, is it hot in here? It's hot. It's hot in here, right? And they're like looking at me like, what is this crazy mom doing? I'm just walking up and down the aisle trying to get her to calm down because I'm like, what's worse, her screaming or me walking up and down the aisle? The seatbelt sign was off and the flight attendant wasn't saying anything to me. But like, seriously, it was so hot in that plane. It was so hot. You wouldn't think that when you're up that far in the air, it would get that hot. But let me tell you, it was hot. Oh, man, that was also the flight where I dropped her pacifier. Well, I don't know if it's her or me, but um, I went to the flight and I was like, look, I dropped the pacifier and either you hold the baby and I crawl down and get it or you can crawl down and get it for me if you'd like. And he's like, I'll crawl down there and get that. And then he sterilized it for me. It was very nice of them. Um, Let me tell you, United, I have I've never been a huge United fan. And I think that was partially because when I would have to fly United, I would have to make a really long flight from Houston to Connecticut, which is almost four hours long. Um, 
which was so it was probably unfair. But I just I just never felt like their customer service was great. But this time, my my whole view of United has kind of been changed because I had a really good experience with them customer service wise. Um, they they gave me a full bottle of water when I was on the plane because they just felt like, oh, she's a mom. She's kind of struggling. Her kid's kind of crying. So they gave me a full bottle of water and um, the gate agent in St. Louis uh, checked my rollerboard carry-on bag all the way through so that I didn't have to deal with it on our connection, which was amazing because I didn't want to pay the $25 for a bag, but I also didn't want to check. Well, I didn't want to check for $25, but I also don't like taking luggage through the airport. I have never understood why people that fly Southwest have their carry-ons with them. Like it's one thing to bring like a book, your laptop, whatever, some things that you don't want to be separated from, but let's be real people. Like why would you trudge all of that stuff through the airport when you can check two bags for free? Southwest loves bags. Why would you do that? And these, and these, um, flight attendants are having to throw them up there for you and stuff. No, they love bags. Why are you not checking them? I love to check a bag and I do not like paying for bags. So, but the guy at the United counter, he checked my bag all the way through, which was amazing because then I just had the backpack, the stroller and the baby. And it was great, especially because I did not have a long layover. I went, I got off the plane, went to Whataburger because (laughs) again, I was in Texas. So what is the first stop that I make as soon as I enter the state? Whataburger because it's delicious. If you've never been to a Whataburger, you need to go to one right now. Unless, you know, you live really far away and then plan a trip. Your next trip should be to Whataburger because Whataburger is delicious. You know, in most places, McDonald's is like the most popular place around. Well, it's not popular. Nobody really is like, man, I love McDonald's except for maybe a five-year-old. But, um, you know, it's per capita. McDonald's probably rules out in most places. Well, except for Dairy Queen in Texas and Whataburger, but imagine Whataburger being on every corner like McDonald's is on every corner. That is how you get fat, my friends, because when Whataburger is around the corner from your house, bad things happen. Delicious thing happen that turned into a lot of fat on your body. And then your gallbladder is like, what? What? I hate all this fat. How could you eat this much Whataburger? And then it dies. So, you know, there's the progression of how Whataburger is simultaneously the best thing and the worst thing for me. But Whataburger is so, so good. And they do these limited time things, kind of like the McRib, but nobody, but that's gross. And, and I don't know if I've actually heard anybody admit to saying that they love the McRib. Maybe one person. I feel like one person said that to me recently, but I'm not going to call them out because I'm not really sure if it was them. And if they don't like the McRib, then that would be awkward. But still, like the, they brought back and it was there while I was visiting the Buffalo chicken or the Buffalo Ranch chicken strip sandwich. Oh my goodness, people. If you are near a Whataburger and you like buffalo sauce, you need to go out and get this sandwich. It is so, so good. Like I am, I'm, my mouth is watering right now. My mouth is watering right now because the Whataburger, 
buffalo chicken strip sandwich. They also have really good fries. And they also have just really good chicken strips that you should dip in the gravy. Oh my goodness. You have not lived until you've dipped Whataburger chicken strips in Whataburger gravy. Oh my gosh. And their biscuits and gravy. That's the first thing I got when I got off the plane. Going back to getting to the airport in Houston, I got off the plane and I went to the Whataburger and I got breakfast biscuits and gravy oh my goodness and I got Zach a sausage biscuit which he ate all of because he loves to eat um which was probably why the second flight went better he ate he had some milk it was great um but yeah it was the second flight was much better but he didn't do well in the first flight um because I think his ears were bothering him and his teething and all that business. But like one-year-olds are the worst to take on planes because they usually have just learned to walk, which means they want to walk everywhere and they don't want to sit. And they just, and um, TV doesn't usually keep their attention yet. So it, there isn't really any good way to to distract them. I don't mind flying kids, with kids by myself, but one age one is probably the worst because once they're two they'll pretty much sit and like play with an app or watch a show or something like that um but yeah he he was fine if he was eating but on the way back there was no dice we are not we are not watching anything we're not doing anything the last flight was terrible because it was full and he lost his pacifier it was like a comedy of errors however However, you always have the awesome moms who are like, your baby isn't bothering me. Everything's fine. But it does make you feel like then my baby must be bothering someone else if it's not bothering them. (laughs) Like this baby must be making a ruckus enough for that mom to say it's not bothering her. Then it must be bothering somebody else. But everybody was really kind on the plane, which is so nice. I think people see moms traveling alone with the baby as a damsel in distress. It really isn't that hard. I mean, I've done it so many times. However, this was harder because Zach does not like to go in my, in like my, um, Lily baby, which is like an ergo or, um, it, it straps the baby to you. And he just does not like that thing. And Zoe would go in it and fall asleep and it was no big deal. And she loved it because it keeps your hands free when you have them strapped to you when you're getting on and off the plane and Zach just hated it. He hated it and he did not want to do anything with it. So he would throw his head back. And then when he would throw his head back, he would hit his head on the tray table in front of on the seat in front of us. And then he would scream. And it was like this, this cycle of screaming and, and being angry about the carrier and then being angry about hitting his head. And oh my gosh, I, I will be happy when he is past this phase and we can fly once, you know, once he can look at a screen and like it. So, but overall it wasn't that bad. It was just my flights were close together too. So I had to kind of book it, but I did get food because let me tell you, if I don't have time to get food in an airport and I haven't eaten, things get serious. The hanger is real, but they gave me oh and then on that last fight where I was really struggling the flight attendants knew I was really struggling and they gave me free Pringles 
little, you know, those travel size can't are the, like the ones you put in your kids lunch. Oh my gosh. It was so sweet. They gave me a little plant can of Pringles for free. And so, yeah, so that's why United has been redeemed because one, they gave me free stuff. Yes. And two, they checked my bag all the way three, through and they were just really awesome this time. So I think they're redeeming themselves in my eyes. Um, so I went through security in Harlingen, Texas, and I've got some issues. And we've ha- we had an issue with Harlingen once when we tried to take Violet and Violet the VTech puppy. I I know some of you have Violet or Scout. Violet is the girl counterpart to Scout. And we tried to take her through security once and she's got wires on the inside. So they thought that Violet might be a bomb, which I was like, if you're going to take that puppy from us, then you have to answer to the one and a half year old who is going to lose her mind. I know you're keeping us safe, but I just need you to explain it to her. Because let me tell you, that puppy is not anything to be worried about. Just check her out and hand her back. And they did. And it was okay. But like, it was scary there for a minute. Now, I... I have respect for TSA. They have to go through bags every day. I'm sure they see stuff that they would never want to see. But I, you know what? I bet they have fantastic stories. Um, but this time, I, I mean, I fly frequently. My husband's parents live in Connecticut. And so I fly pretty frequently, more frequently when we lived in Texas. But um, I've been through security a lot with babies. I have to get the stroller on the conveyor belt. I have to take my shoes off. I have to get, now you have to take an iPad out. And so I was um, taking all of the like liquids out and I had them in Ziploc bags. I was ready to go. Um, And then I realized that the Ziploc bag with like the shampoos and stuff has busted open. And so I'm trying to deal with that. But also, um... They're like, well, do you have any wipes in here? I'm like, of course I have wipes. I have a baby. And they're like, you need to take those out too. I'm like, what? Now they're making me take wipes out. Like they said anything that's organic. So they wanted all the food out, all the wipes out. So next time you fly, be advised, you might have to pull out your wipes, your food, and all your liquids. It really threw me for a loop. And and I understand I'm a rule follower. So if we need to pull out all the food and the wipes and everything, that's fine. Just give me a heads up that these things are changing because I'm flying alone with a baby or like mention it to me like at the gate or like put something, you know, in the flight, you know, stuff. I don't know. I was kind of frustrated because it threw me off and then I was flustered and I had I still had to get him some milk for the flight so that his ears wouldn't hurt. And then I'm like walking to the gate when they're boarding, which I hate. And I was and I was there an hour and a half early, but they only had one line open for security, which was very frustrating. So that is my major bone to pick with the Harlingen Airport is because they only had one line open and there were at least two or three flights leaving. And I'm like, what the heck? And there were people sitting at the other line. TSA agents sitting in the line. And I'm sure it's some weird government. We can't run two lines until we have X amount of flights. But man, I just could not believe it took me that long to get through security when I'm at an airport that has eight gates. Eight. Eight gates. Ridiculous. Anyway. But we had a good trip. We had to see a lot of people. You know, funerals are interesting because 
it's never like you're going there and you're happy to go to a funeral or a visitation because someone you care about has passed away. And I mean, you're happy that they're um, with the Lord, but you're sad because you're going to miss them dearly. Um, however, they're bittersweet and that you see all these people that you don't usually see. You get to see family, you get to see friends because they come and they pay their respects because they care about you and they care about um, your family and the person who passed away they cared about. And so it's really nice to see people at funerals, but it also is like, uh, I don't want to see you on these circumstances. Um, but it was, we did get to see our friends. We got to see um, my friend Sherry, who's awesome, and it was her mom who passed away, and her mom was really great. Um, and so it was, it was a good trip, and we got to hang out with some friends, and, and I have a really great set of friends, Matt and Katie, who let Zach and I stay at their house and use their car, and oh my gosh, it was just so, so nice to see them, and they were so kind to let us borrow their things and take up space in their house and have guests, so anyway, um, anyway, so we're back and, um, and now, you know, the end of school is approaching and just getting the house, um, we got the windows open because the weather is fantastic right now. Um, and I love it because I can take the kids outside and they get tired. <laughs> My kids never tire. And they're tired now because they've been playing outside, which is awesome. Um, I love it when they when they actually tire because they sleep really good and they sleep for a long time. And just being outside gives them fresh air. I love having my windows open with the fresh air. They are doing some construction next door and in front of our house. So that makes it a little bit hard for nap time and to keep the windows open. But that's okay. I'd rather have them get it done and, and it's good to get it done because they're redoing the sidewalk in front of our house and in front of the church next door and all of that stuff looks so much better now that it's going to be done. Um, but man, I am so excited to have the kids outside. I've never been like chomping at the bit to get outside because we lived in such a hot place before that it really just wasn't possible. And we would go, but we would go to the splash park or whatever. But we never were outside at our own home because we didn't really have a yard. We lived in an apartment. And so the past few weeks, I've just been like, oh, I want it to get warm enough so we can go outside because we're just bored inside and all the toys are everywhere. And I'd like to keep the house a little bit cleaner by going outside. Um, and we've been able to go outside the past three days and it has been great. We have a little tykes house that I need to paint, which so last year I was looking at Pinterest and I got this idea that I wanted to get one of those little playhouses to put outside that's little tykes. Um, that have been around since I was a kid, you know, and that are made out of that plastic that could probably survive a nuclear war. Um, so I found one on Facebook Marketplace for 10 or $15. And it's, it's not in great shape. It needs a good clean. And um, I saw on Pinterest how you can paint these houses. And I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. So I said to my husband, I was like, will you help me with this? Because I know that when I have a cool idea that I see on Pinterest, I'm going to need his help to help me follow through with it because I cannot even finish the laundry and fold it in a timely manner. What makes me feel like I can finish a project from Pinterest 
in a timely manner. That was kind of the same thing when I was looking into getting Zoe a play kitchen. Um, They have all of these like crazy remodel or like remodel ideas for the Ikea kitchen, which is not that expensive. And you can, it's an Ikea play kitchen and it's actually really cute. But like they take like faux marble, like contact paper and put it over the counter and they make them look really pretty and I'm like oh I could do this and then I'm like wait a second Katie you cannot finish the laundry you can barely finish dinner without burning something because you have to look at your phone or you have to put away the dishes or you have to do something else so what in the world makes you think that you could finish this Pinterest project so we've had that little tykes thing in the backyard for a year. I finally just put it up, not painted, but hopefully we can get it painted soon. But my latest Pinterest obsession is I want to take this closet that I'm actually getting my, doing my podcast from. It's not, I'm not inside the closet per se. I put a table inside the closet and I want to make it into like a little office nook where you can just close the doors. So if it was a little messy, it wouldn't be a big deal, but it's in our spare bedroom. And there are all these really cute like little office nook things that you can make out of just a closet with like accordion doors. I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. But at the same time, am I ever going to get this done? I have two little kids. I'm going to have to call on reinforcements. So, and if you have any tips, let me know because I really want to make this closet into the like my little office nook where I can do my crafts. I can sew, I can record my podcast. Um, just have my own little area. Um, but I also feel like that might not be fair because the kitchen's kind of my area and then I have my side of my room, but this, I could like close the doors and it would still be mine. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about the idea of doing this closet, but I don't know if I'll finish it. So right now I have a table inside of it and we'll see how far I get. Yeah, we'll just keep we'll just keep hoping that I that I finish it. I'm going to have to call in reinforcements because the people of Hoyleton can get things done. They really do. Like I am surprised. This is how I get things done is I call on the village. Like, okay, so what yes, I live in a town that's called that's actually called the village of Hoyleton. So, if I call it the village and it sounds like I'm just like being kind of sarcastic, it's actually a village. Um, which is kind of fun when I say that, like, it takes a village to raise a child or it takes a village to do something. It legit takes the village of Hoyleton. Um, but we just put in our garden. Um, my husband has wanted to have a garden and, um, he wanted to do it with my daughter because last year they planted impatience and, um, I don't know what else they planted in the front, but they planted some impatience in the front in our, we have little flower boxes. Well, they're not little, but we have flower boxes in our front, on our front porch. And so he planted the flowers and they loved going out and um, watering the flowers together. And it was just kind of their thing. And so um, he's like, next year I want to do a garden with her um, because she really liked gardening with my father-in-law out in Connecticut. So I was like, okay, well, let's do a garden. So we... Our friend Adam um, made these really cool garden boxes for us um, out of cedar. Um, and they're really nice raised beds, um, which I didn't even know like 
how all this stuff worked, but um, Nate and Adam got together and figured out what would be the best for our yard and worked on it. And Adam got us our boxes and then um, some someone from our congregation helped with a bobcat thing, helped fill the garden boxes with dirt so we didn't even have to shovel them in. And then Adam went to his family farm and got some manure and put that in there. And we got plants from some members of our church that own a seed house and it was just awesome like the whole village has helped us make our garden and our friend um our friends Craig and Mary Beth came over and Mary Beth and I um sipped on our sodas while Craig and Nate planted all the plants because Craig has done garden for a long time and he knows where to put the plants in the garden so it was like the whole village came together and made our garden possible and it looks awesome and I really hope that we get lots of cucumbers and lots of peppers I want all the peppers Nate and the kids eat like a ton of cucumbers like I buy like five or six cucumbers a week because they eat so many cucumbers so I want all the peppers though because I like to cook with peppers I love jalapeno peppers um and I did some herbs which um I'm hoping that I can freeze for it to use year round in olive oil I don't know if you've seen that um but this was like a Pinterest thing that actually came true. Adam, our friend Adam is actually really good at taking Pinterest and like making it happen because he likes to woodwork. So, um, so yeah, so sometimes Pinterest can be useful and helpful. And sometimes Pinterest helps you create projects halfway and have them sit around your house. So I am the latter user of Pinterest, except for recipes. I really do use Pinterest for a lot of recipes, and it has been helpful there. So anyway, this week, we took the kids to a last-minute Cardinals-Cubs game, and let me just say, the Cardinals swept the Cubs. There are few things in life that are better than the Cardinals sweeping the Cubs. It's just great. Now, the Buffalo Ranch Chicken Strip Sandwich from Whataburger might top it. And my children. And Jesus. But the card sweeping the Cubs is really good. And my husband's up there really too. But the card sweeping the Cubs is really good. (laughs) Um, So we took the kids to a baseball game. And... um, And it was my son's first baseball game. And he actually did really good for someone who doesn't want to sit ever um but when we got when we first got there the sun was on us and it was like oh so hot so we went and sat for a little bit got Zoe some ice cream got me some water because I don't take the heat well um but it was really cool because we it went to the 10th inning and we saw a walk-off home run and I kept telling my husband I'm like we just need a walk-off home run two run walk-off home run works every time (laughs) and but sure enough we got now I wanted it in like the bottom of the eighth or the bottom of the ninth well in the bottom of the ninth because you can't walk off in the bottom of the eighth but um but we did in the bottom of the tenth so I'll take it it was good and we won and it was great and Zach got to go to his first game and there were a ton of cute pictures of him in his new cardinal hat so when isn't that great when you're like oh man we're gonna go do this really cool thing but even better I'm gonna get the cutest pictures and I did. I also have some pretty ridiculous pictures of his hair and him crying because I had rubbed sunscreen all over his head because he wouldn't keep his hat on. 
That's what happens when you take your hat off and it's sunny. Mama's going to rub sunscreen all over your head because she doesn't want it to be burnt. Just looking out for you, preventing skin cancer for you. That's what mama does. She's just looking out for you, right? So that's pretty much all the time I have for tonight. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy the show tonight and you can listen again next week.